everyone. Welcome to the Teach Them Diligently podcast, where we focus on all the different elements that help a Christian homeschooling family thrive. I'm Leslie Nunnery, and on today's podcast, Connie Albers is joining me to discuss times of disruption and the incredible opportunities those times afford us as homeschooling parents. I think you're going to be encouraged and challenged to look at these times in a very different way. I am so thankful for the opportunity to share each week on the podcast and to interview so many incredible men and women on here as well. If you know of another homeschool mom or dad who could benefit, would you help us spread the word? Share the Teach Them Diligently podcast with others. And if something really resonates with you, please consider leaving us a review on the podcast provider you generally use. That will help us reach even more families in the days to come. And now, please join me in welcoming Connie Albers to the podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I am really, really excited to have Connie Albers with us again today. Connie is a wonderful friend. She is an interesting lady that you are going to love to hear from. She's had, uh, the Lord has given her so many opportunities and and different um just things that she's been able to participate in that make her a really unique voice out there in the homeschool world. So Connie, welcome to the Teach Them Diligently podcast. I, hi, Leslie. I'm so glad to be with you. I just, I think I'm going to like use that in my bio, by in every bio I ever do. An <laughs> interesting woman with a diverse background. I think that just yeah. like sums it up, right? It does. It does. Every time I talk to you, there's something really cool that you've been able to do. So I kind of, sometimes I wonder, I was at an event this past weekend and I wasn't planning to go. I just had a friend make an introduction because they wanted me to speak at this um, national event. And I was, I'm like, okay. And this person just said, have you called? Have you called? Have you texted? So I called and we had a great conversation and she says, Hey, I have this big event coming and I would love, I would love for you to come. I have a ticket if you can be there. And it came out of nowhere. And it wasn't even in an area that I thought I would ever be finding myself. It's kind of like a going back to the retro days of my life. And I go there and I, I was just immersed um, and surrounded by a bunch of, I would say very notable people that our, your audience would be very familiar with. And just having conversations with them. And literally, Leslie, every time somebody asks me, so what do you do? In my mind, I'm going, okay, do you want to say you're a podcaster? You're an author, you're a speaker, you're a serial entrepreneur, you're a, you know, social media, you know, what a spokesperson. And I, I just smile and I'm like, you know, I have got a, a, an incredible resume that only the Lord could design. And Leslie, to be honest with you, it's come from the having the freedom through homeschooling mm. to pursue different areas of passion. And when God says go, I have been able to say, okay, how far do you want me to go with this? And then when he says, stop, I'm like, okay, I'll stop. And when he says, turn right. Okay. But literally Leslie, every morning I wake up and it's like, Lord, what's my next assignment? What's for today? And for today, it's getting to speak to you and your, and your listeners and your amazing moms that are in the trenches of homeschooling and raising children. And for that, I'm so honored. Yeah, well, we are glad to have you here. I love the fact that you 
Um, you, you noted, you know, when God says go, I go, when God says stop, I stop because that's so important because sometimes God wants us to let go of things or God wants to change things. And in humility, as we serve him, we've got to be willing to just take our hands off and to allow him to work, um, and, and not try to push through when he says stop. So, um, I probably don't have a problem with that. Do you? No, 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 not ever. I have to raise my hand and say, yeah, I have a hard one. I have a lot of white knuckles because it's like, no, Lord, you know, sometimes we don't want to let go because that's true. Leslie fear of loss may be greater than hope of gain or fear of the unknown, which you and I have both seen happen in our community and our world. Mm. And it can be quite a scary, disruptive place, can't it? It, it absolutely can. And, you know, we're all very comfortable with what we know. We, we like our normal routines. We like the direction that we're going. And then so often the Lord will just change things or allow things to be changed. And we find those disruptions. And that, as we were talking before, it's those disruptions that you and I really wanted to, to kind of dive into today. What have you found, you know, I, disruption is a very nice way, I think, to say what the last year and a half have been for so many families. It's things have been disrupted. They have been changed in ways that we would have never, ever imagined would happen. Um, and so the world that we're now raising our children in and homeschooling our children in looks a lot different than it did this time two years ago. Um, yeah. So, so what have you seen? Uh, I know we didn't, we didn't say this at the beginning, but Connie has graduated her children. She, they have all flown. Um, they're out on their own, doing their own things, so, uh, following God's plan for their lives. So she is at a point where she has a great rearview mirror. She is able to talk to moms from the perspective of been there, done that. And now she's able to mentor and, and pour back in. So from your perspective, what are you seeing with all of this disruption? doing within the families that, you know, are listening and, um, you know, are, are homeschooling their kids, are, are trying to raise children that love God? Uh, how, how has this impacted us all? You know, Leslie, the, the most remarkable thing is how differently it's impacted everyone. You know, mm -hmm. I live in Florida, so I call it the land of the free. But I was at an event recently, and the woman that I was sitting next to was in California. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, you got out of jail. Um, and you were able to come to Florida. Um, disruption impacts people differently. And I have found in my travels and in different media interviews that depending on where you're located, depending on what your family does, both Tom and I have worked from home for over 20 years. So the disruption for us came at just a straight up job loss. I mean, with 10 of us, you know, I, I think you and I talked in a previous episode that we had did on your show, just on what, how it impacted uh, our family tangibly, financially. But the disruption that I'm talking about from a positive standpoint is to always think about in every season of disruption, there's always innovation, creativity, exploration. And as a homeschool parent, whether you've gotten hit with a financial impact or some health issues, you know, you and I both have known many people that have been impacted from a health perspective, whether it's from getting a virus or it's been through some other, you know, illness or disease that has inflicted them, or maybe even with their children, could be mental health, could be, you know, some drug abuse, depending on the age, but 
every season, every disruption, Leslie, always, always is an opportunity for innovation. And it's our opportunity as a mom, as a homeschool mom, as a dad, because I know you have, you know, thousands of fathers that listen to the podcast as well. It gives them us this opportunity to say, all right, Lord, I know my children well, because, you know, we do do 24 seven with them. Mm. I know them well. I know, I know where their areas of strengths and weaknesses are. I see God, I see this opportunity. How can I present this to my children? How can I get them to consider what is possible in the midst of this disruption? And I, I shared with you, I read an article. I did not meet this young lady, but here she is 10 years old. And she was like a lot of families kind of stuck at home. And, you know, moms restricted the video games or screen time and not from a bad standpoint, but just to not that to dominate our lives. And she came up with some ideas, just she saw a problem that existed in the marketplace. You know, teach them diligently began that way. You yeah. saw a void in the marketplace. What was that? I don't know, 15 years ago? It was a long time no, about ago. 11, about 11 yeah, you were just ago. like 15 years old. Um, <laughs> but you saw this gap in the marketplace. Well, that's what's happening right now. This disruption has created a void. There have been holes mm. and it's our opportunity, Leslie. I firmly believe it is our opportunity to take advantage, full advantage of the gaps that we see and fill them. Be bridge builders, be entrepreneurs, give our children opportunities to try and fail yep. at ideas that they've always you know, tossed around in their mind a bit. I have to use this story because it's, it's one your friend, your, you know, all your friends and listeners can Google. Uh, when my children were in school, they were at, they all attended the University of Central Florida, same alma mater. They all graduated from the uh, University of Central Florida. And there was this gentleman, we knew this young lady, because uh, the kids all played sports. And she met a boy, you know, that does happen. And you're at that age, just like, oh, no, it's gonna happen soon. And maybe it's already happened. <laughs> but she met a boy, and she got she fell in love. And anyway, this boy was a UCF student, he was in the middle of school. And at the time, he dropped his cell phone. And it broke. Now, if you're a college kid and you have three of them, you know, uh, money is not always in abundance. It's budgeted. <laughs> and when you break that, you know, cell phone, guess what happens? Uh, you got to fix it, dude. It's yours, you, exactly. Don't come to me. <laughs> I'm buying your books. I'm not paying for your cell yep. phone. Um, so anyway, he dropped a cell phone. And this is, this is a true story. And so he dropped his phone. And he called like, then he was like, where do I go? There weren't all these quick places. He had to send his phone back. And who, what college kid wants to be without their brain for any length of time. So he decided there's gotta be a way that we can fix phones like instantly. He created a company called You Break, I Fix. Ah. Justin Witherspoon, he was, Witherall, he was here in central Florida. He was living at home, just like your kids are living at home, going to college. He started Googling what needed to happen. How do I fix an iPhone? He didn't know. Hmm. He kind of started it out of his parents' garage. We don't have basements in Florida. Started this business with some other folks, some other college kids. And they launched this company right 30 minutes from my house. 
where people could bring in their iPhones, get them fixed on the spot for like affordable, reasonable price. That led to him creating this multi-million dollar business. And when he, by the, I mean, I, by the time we had met, he had had 12 stores and we were having, we had a meeting about something and he wanted to grow his business to 24. Well, mm -hmm. now he has, it's international. It's well yeah. over hundreds of franchisees and his parents had been an integral part of that. His business has thrived and flourished, still lives in central Florida, still an amazing, amazing man. I say this because she was a homeschool dog. She was a homeschool girl and he wasn't homeschooled, but they met at college. Yeah. And I say this because Leslie, there are, there are so many opportunities. For instance, your kids that have been playing around with video, they can get into podcast edi editing. They can get into video production. They can get into photography and doing, you know, photographing different venues, whether be it commercial or start their own um, business, they can do online business. Your kids have worked for you for, you know, you and David for years, they've learned some of the most valuable lessons they could ever learn. And that is the soft skills of working with people, working with your hands, solving problems. That's what we have a crisis in, mm -hmm. in America, the ability to think, the ability to solve a problem. Today's students, by and large, whether it's elementary, middle school, high school, college, I had a young woman who was a professor on my podcast. Um, I have a podcast called Equipped to Be. She was a professor. She was raised in communist China. Hmm. She taught in, the, in a college for 15 years as her dream job. She's a PhD. All she realized is all the kids wanted to know what the syllabus was. What do I need to know for the test? Wow. They didn't know how to think. Yep. She quit and started a company teaching young people how to think and solve problems. Hmm. So on this topic, Leslie, of disruption and innovation, what we have to give our kids permission to do is be creative and explore. Yeah. Well, failure's real. Yeah, I, I think that it comes down a lot to perspective too, is if you are just focusing on the problem, if you are only focusing on the broken cell phone and what you're losing and you allow that to dictate your responses, you're not going to innovate your way through. You're not going to find something new. And you're really, I, I think that that's probably accounting for a lot of the mental health issues and so on, because the focus is so inward and anxiety driven. Whereas if your focus, like you were noting is, okay, I, there is this disruption. How do we work through it? What good could come out of this? God, what can you do here? That's going to change the way that you approach everything. And that's going to change the way that you are modeling for your children to approach everything as well. Right. You know, even though you're, you have, you have one still that you're homeschooling, the other three are in college. Yeah. What you are doing, what you did five years ago, three years ago, has totally changed. Right. Our, everything oh. about everything has changed. The words we're allowed to say are not allowed to say. Mm. The, the fact that with one misstep, now I used to speak years ago about with 140 characters, your life could be destroyed, you know, AKA Twitter. Well, right. people used to kind of laugh at that, but we see how that is really happening. Absolutely. So what, what can your kids, so here's my challenge to the listeners. What can you do? Because what you did in 2019, that's just the game's changed. The world's changed. Yeah. 
Will we go back never to what we were? But that's okay because we're going to be innovators. We're going to solve these new, you know, electric cars. We're going to solve problems for these high gas prices. Inflation is going to be here for a few years. That can be discouraging or that can be, all right, uh, my kids laugh. I have to share the story because my oldest son, I am not in the, in the stock market, but I have been playing around because I have this high propensity for wanting to learn. So that's why I have an interesting background. I wanted to, I wanted to understand social media. So I got in early and then I really became full fledged as a social media guru. Same with like all the other things. Like I had to homeschool. How do you do that? Well, you start leading and creating organizations and writing laws. And all of a sudden you have a lot of knowledge about something. And I think you have one of your speakers that has been there before, like that talks about, you know, Malcolm, I think it's Malcolm Gladwood. I think my Malcolm Gladwell, thousand hours or something. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? I think um, so. Something like that. T- there's something about thousand, ten thousand hours, ten thousand hours. Yeah. Well, we have the opportunity as homeschoolers to equip our kids with that level of expertise while they're under our roof. And even if our kids are in college like yours, or they're in middle school, or they're not sure about do I, am I even going to go to college? Will college even be relevant for me to go? I don't know, but guess what? We got this many hours left mm-hmm. and we're going to maximize this. We're going to maximize. We're going to explore. What are you good at? What do you excel at? Where can we? So I go back to the stock thing because I have been playing around with it. I decided I was going to take this amount of money and I was going to, and I know your listeners may be like, oh my gosh, she gambles. No, I don't just like, pull a lever. I do research. (laughs) So this one day I decided I'm going to try something. And my son sent me this tip. Now it's not like an insider tip. He was just like, mom, I I want you to check this out. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is great. I did my first buy and I'm calling like, how do I do this? And within the scope of a time, you know, short span of time, I wanted to sell because it was an actual good um, investment. And he then started laughing with me, not at me, kind of at me, because he was texting all his friends that his mother's very first purchase was very successful. And how I had done, I, I, I was making money while I was trying to figure out how do I sell this? I don't even know how to push the right button. I'll be so scared. Here's my point. Be willing to take a risk. Yeah. Be willing to take a risk. Don't risk the farm, obviously, but be willing to take a risk and step out of your comfort zone. You know, Walt Disney, and I used to work for Walt Disney World as a spokesperson. Walt Disney World really understood the needs of family, and that was to connect. He was, he was willing to try. He was willing to pull at the heart. He was willing to look around and see what the needs were. What are the needs in your community? Maybe it's to serve. Maybe it's to start some small little business. Maybe it's to join with others. Maybe it's to start with, join with you guys with the teach them diligently and the, and serve and volunteer or do some things with social media with you guys or write for you guys um, to expand the message and grow. It's not about growing David and Leslie Nunnery. It's about lending your gifts, strengths, and talents. And in exchange, you gain skills and talents that maybe you didn't have that become marketplace value, real value added and worthy and ready. And you know what happens is this. 
we come together yeah. and whether it is an individual pursuit or it's a community pursuit, we are designed for and created by our relationships. Mm -hmm. And the stronger our relationships are because we're willing to connect with others, we're willing to make an introduction like that person did that had me go to this event that I never would have dreamed I would have been at. Leslie, it all has to do with like this, like this right here, you and I talking. You and I batting around ideas, sharing our experiences, sharing how God has opened, how God has closed, um, not being afraid to be real or vulnerable or not trying to paint this picture of perfection, which you know, doesn't exist. Right. But I guess that's my biggest thing about the season of disruption. There is good in it and there is hard in it, but there's always God in it. There is. And you find when, you, just like you were talking about earlier with the, the collaborations and investing, taking what God has entrusted you with, that talent, that, that skill, that thought, that idea, whatever it is, taking that and investing it with an organization like us or, or where, however God opens the door for you to get involved, there is such a fulfillment of knowing that you are you're actually putting in place something that God has entrusted. You know, the Bible talks about the, the talents and the, the one that was faithful with it, the one that buried it and, you know, all of these things. And we have got to be faithful with what God has entrusted to us. <clears throat> and sometimes it takes these seasons of disruption to kind of put those in play much quicker than we would have ever imagined too. Yeah, and so that just, is another really good thing that comes out of all of this. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. So, yeah. And the other thing that I was thinking as you were talking, especially for homeschool families, we have been given this time and thank God our numbers are growing like crazy. That is, that's a whole nother conversation, but, but by God's grace, more families are bringing their children home, are investing the time to um, get to know them better, to really help shape who they are from the inside out and all of these things. But because we have been given this time, we are able to really give them a foundation to stand on so that as this disruption continues to happen, whatever it looks like as they get older, um, they have a foundation to stand on so that they are not going to have their, you know, their, their foundation the world rocked. Yeah. yeah, exactly. By whatever comes down the pike. And that is another real privilege of being a homeschool family because we're able to equip and give them something strong to stand on. Yeah. And well, I love what you said. I mean, to be honest with you, they're watching us. Like I'm working on another book right now and, you know, our kids are, are watching us. I, I write about this in Parenting Beyond the Rules. We're modeling. Are we, are we modeling bemoaning and, mm -hmm. and criticizing or maybe we're just taking in too much media and it's making us jaded toward our neighbors or, you know, our country, in a bad mood. our leaders. Yeah, <laughs> bad mood. You know, the world is bad. I just want to go hide, go back to bed. Um, you know, the, the amazing thing is, Leslie, as a mom, as a dad, as a homeschooler, as, as a leader in our community, you know, even if it's just in your family, but, you know, to whom much has been given, much is required. And David is, and you and David have been given much. I have been given much. Um, and much is required of us. Our kids are watching. How do you manage what he's given you? Yeah. The good and the hard. You know, you know, I've lost a lot of loved ones. Um, and, 
and you're watching how do you process this do you praise the lord in the good and the bad do you do you bemoan do they secretly hear you you know arguing with your husband if you're married or you know talking about your friend who doesn't agree like you agree or you're you're telling your kids you know just stay away from those people um or are you constantly looking for how you can be the hands and feet of Jesus. That's what they remember, Leslie. That's what they look back on. My kids, I've shared this before, and I look so forward to being with you guys in 2022. Um, but I share this in Parenting Beyond the Rules. I did not understand. I really did not understand how much my kids were listening and watching and how much they realized uh, I said yes to and how much I said no to until they were in their mid-20s. And it's weird because I remember to this day, Leslie, standing in the Panera parking lot. I was starting, I am, I guess I am a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> I was starting another company and she was doing my branding and some photography work for me. And she, she made this sign and I, I hope you all can see it, but she just, she was standing there and she goes, mom, and she started doing the circle. And she said, mom, you've done some really amazing things, BC. You know, you've heard me share this before, before children, you know, yes, I was a spokesperson for Walt Disney World and Estee Lauder, and I'd already had two companies that were very successful. And that was before I started having children. And then I stepped away, that was me, and started down this journey of what's a, what is a mom? What is she supposed mm -hmm. to do? I don't know. I didn't babysit. I was not raised that way. You've not, you know, I've talked about this and your listeners should probably go back and listen to those episodes because exactly. those were fun. but. And then she said, mom, you're doing a lot of really cool things now. You're, you're writing a book. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm the parenting and education uh, contributor to Fox 35 here in Orlando. I do a lot of national media and working with a lot of uh, wonderful, amazing people. She goes, you're doing a lot of really cool things now. And she, Leslie, you can so identify with this. I have to get like all up here. And, and she was, she just stopped. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking, what are you doing? You know, where are we going? Like the DJ? And she goes, she made this really big circle, Leslie. Can you see this? I, yes. And this will be on YouTube. So if you're listening to the Perfect. audio, you can check it out on YouTube as well. All right. So those are the audio only. I made a small circle on the left and a small circle on the right. And I'm making a big circle in the center. And she said, mom. And as she's making that circular motion with her hand she started to tear up. And of course, immediately made me cry. She said, mom, look at this. Look at your family. Look at you and daddy. And she said, this is your life's greatest work. Yep. And by that time I'm crying because how many times, maybe you've never battled this, but I'm an achiever and a striver. And I'm, I'm always trying to produce and work on the next thing that God has for me to do. And sometimes homeschooling, hmm. sometimes doing the eight loads of laundry, sometimes cooking another meal for these people that are saying, I'm hungry. What are we going to eat? Didn't seem like very important work to me. And maybe some of your listeners can resonate. I didn't, it was at that moment that I just paused and I thought, oh my goodness, she's right. Because I was willing to listen to that whisper of God saying, turn right, 
step back, step forward. My kids were all watching that. And Leslie, I believe that you and I and, and others are making a pro, profound impact in the lives of our children because we are showing them how to navigate this crazy jungle. This won't be the last period or season of disruption that our kids are going to walk through, but we're giving them tools in their toolbox that they'll open those drawers one day and say, I saw mom use this one time. Yep. Yep. I saw dad do this one time. I know that I had to dig deep and figure out like how to resolve that conflict with this person who, you know, we just didn't see eye to eye on. That's the beauty. That's the amazing beauty of being able to homeschool our kids, do life 24 seven with all of its wonky ups and downs. It's the beauty that I believe God has designed for our families. It, it's true. The greatest work that we are doing and that we can ever do is happening right within the walls of our home and the impact that we are making on the world at large. I mean, the multiplication of pouring into these children and then them going out and doing likewise is just huge. So Connie, we are out of time now, but thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure as always. Thank you for having me, Leslie. I love y'all and just love the work that you're doing. Well, thank you. And before we go, I want to make sure you tell everyone where they can connect with you or find out more about your books, where you'll be, all of that stuff. Okay. Well, you can listen to my podcast at Equipped to Be. It's wherever podcasts are, you know, wherever your favorite podcast is. Uh, you can check me out on ConnieAubers.com. My book is Parenting Beyond the Rules. I'd love to have you come over there and uh, check it out. It's wherever books are sold and um, connect with me online. I'm pretty much like, like Leslie said, I'm interesting. I'm like all over the place, that's right, that's right. You <laughs> but I'm not scattered, not scattered just in a lot of places. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, again, thank you for taking the time to be with us today. Um, it was, it was a lot of fun talking to you. Um, and everybody else, thank you all for joining us today as well. We never take it for granted that you have spent this time with us and we are very, very pleased. We pray that this was an encouragement and a challenge to you. I would love to hear from you, any takeaways, anything that, you know, you really had great ideas based on some of the things that you heard today. Send us an email, let us know about that. And otherwise, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I look forward to talking to you again real soon. joining us today. We believe that every family is called to teach them diligently, so we're here to help. We would love to get to know you this year at one of our four live Teach Them Diligently events, and then throughout the year when you become part of the Teach Them Diligently 365 community. Check out the notes from today's show for more details about what we discussed today, as well as all of these other resources that Teach Them Diligently has to offer. Have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon.